Hello and welcome to take two of episode. What is up, sports homie? What is up, uh, sports? <laughs> What's up? It's Brandon and Kurt. We're here to we openly talk back. about yes, sports. Um, had a little technical difficulties last time. We we're trying to implement a an intro song, kind of to vary vary up the intro, keep you guys uh, excited for a new episode each time, but. Having some technical difficulties right now, and hopefully in the future we'll figure it out. But for now, we got just me and Brandon. Sorry to disappoint, but... <laughs> yeah, we're not implementing any more audio or cutting out. Yeah, we're just uh, going to keep it keep it simple and just talk, probably with no really editing. And we'll edit it. Yeah, we'll, we'll just give the material. We won't um, do any adding of the music at the point at this moment. <laughs> Yeah, because until we resolve our uh, technical <laughs> skills or whatever we want to call it. Okay, so we don't have too much planned. Uh, again, it's just going to be an well, open talk. But I do. I the first should, thing I do want yeah, to talk about the is our football. To go over the football games, I think. We got to recap. Well, I just want to recap. You, you don't want to look into the games coming quick. up this weekend? That's going to be another episode. That's going to be... Today is Wednesday. That's We're going to do an, another episode prior to the Saturday. Or there will be, regardless, an episode prior to the Saturday kickoff games with a preview okay, okay. of those games. <clears throat> Tonight we're going to not talk about that. Because I want that to be like a separate thing. Or this might go into a pretty long episode again. Try to keep it around 30-45 minutes. But we'll see. If, if we run out of material, then we can jump. All right, hit me. What do you got? All right. Well, I'll, let's, let's recap our bracket. I'll start with mine. We're not going to do scores yeah. or anything. I'm just going to simply choose who I picked. Okay. So the Tennessee versus Kansas City game, I chose Kansas City. They lost. Crazy game. Didn't think they were going to lose. And, yeah, they lost. So, boom, 0-1. And then the other AFC game, I it was Buffalo versus Jacksonville. I chose Jacksonville. Jacksonville won. Oh, okay, and I'm sitting at one and one. Uh, then we had Atlanta versus Los Angeles Rams, and I chose Los Angeles Rams, and they lost, sitting at one and two. And then it's the Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints, and I chose the Saints, and the Saints won. So I was split. I was two and two for the first divisional or wild card. Sorry, I should say games. Kurt, what was your wild card? That's a little slate? different in that. Uh, I, I well, I had Kansas City winning. I'm pretty sure almost everyone did. <laughs> Tennessee was yeah you know, coming in off a win, but they somehow shocked the world and didn't let Kansas City score in the second half. So. Um, Oh crazy. man, yeah, their defense adjusted and something weird. Um, I don't know. So happened. I had them winning, but I'm on one for that. Uh, then my upset was Buffalo beating Jacksonville, and I think with some healthier players, and because Blake Bortles is pretty trash, I think that uh, Buffalo could have pulled off the upset. They, I mean, they were close to like right at the end twice. They're kind of in that super long range field goal territory. You know, if they just complete a few more passes that, you know, they could potentially be in the 
in the ideal spot for a, for an upset, but it didn't work out. Um, that's 0-2 on my part. I had the Rams also beating the Falcons in a close matchup, but that's 0-3, so I'm kind of crapping the bed here. Um, then I finally chose the Saints over the Carolina Panthers, and they also won. So I was 1-3, and three, not ideal, but I'm pretty sure it was kind of a shocker for um, a lot of people this weekend who were kind of expecting the a little bit of a different result, especially from maybe the Rams who didn't do much offensively and Kansas City who kind of shut down offensively after the first half. So, Yeah, it was a bit, um, kind of a bit surprising. Uh, first wild card playoff games for sure. Yeah. Um, with kind of the, yeah, the Rams didn't really do, they didn't really catch fire. Um, yeah. I think so, the one of the big questions I have for you, Brandon, is despite all of the issues throwing the ball and and how uh, how bad their offense has been and how great their defense has been are you still on the Jacksonville Jaguar Jaguars bandwagon for the Super Bowl <laughs> uh, the answer is no I was never okay. I guess I okay, was stop it on the stop bandwagon it. a little. You're bit. gonna go. You cannot go back. I never said the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna win the Super Bowl. Mm. I did mention. I, I, be, I believe you did say that. <laughs> I did mention that the Jaguars basically is kind of like a dark horse to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. I wasn't expecting okay. it. Whatever. Um, but hey. They won a playoff game, and that's, yeah, that's true. And but no, I am not. They faced, they faced expecting. Like the easiest competition. No, well, Buffalo was pretty. Yeah, uh, pretty. Buffalo's uh, <laughs> not good. Well, then why'd you pick them to win? Because I don't think Jacksonville's good. Oh. And I thought it'd be a nice upset. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. Got to shake up the brackets a little bit. You can't always go cookie cutter. Cookie cutter. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, yeah. No. Well, that's. I guess we can bring that could be brought into the next divisional round games. What we have in our brackets. Yep. Uh, because I'll just go with mine. So I had. I mean the matchup, KC. Or I have KC versus New England. Obviously, it's Tennessee versus New England. And I have New England winning. And then I have Jacksonville playing Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh winning. So, yep. And then I have, well, it is going to be um, the Falcons versus the Eagles. But I didn't have the Falcons. But I had, um, well, I had New Orleans Wait a second. You're confusing yourself. I had L.A. Well, yeah, because if the Rams would have won, yeah, they would have been playing the Vikings. <laughs> you should you should just say like what the matchup is now. Yeah, like, I suppose because well, my you're picks confusing yourself. Uh, yeah, it, it was confusing myself. I had New Orleans versus Philadelphia, and then us playing the Rams, but it's gonna be the Falcons. No. It is. It is. <laughs> the Falcons versus Eagles and it's, it's New already Orleans versus Vikings. Yeah. So then, yeah, that was kind of confusing. 
Yeah. Um, I have the, I had Buffalo against New England, but that didn't work out. So it's what now? It's uh, Tennessee versus New England, and New England's gonna crush them. Uh, and now it's <laughs> a rematch. It's a rematch of Jacksonville traveling to Pittsburgh, and I still think that Big Ben can throw five interceptions. I still think they can get it done this time. Not the Jacksonville D, but the Pittsburgh offense this time. I think uh, Bortles is going to really struggle. Well, Antonio Brown is uh, apparently back to his old form. Um, So, full form. Yeah. Uh, They're just too explosive. I don't think they're going to – they just got to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers more. Granted, Antonio probably – I think he had like 180 yards receiving or 150 or something like that last time they played. But – they're they're just too talented offensively and defensively to not win this game. Yeah. So I, but we can't um, talk about too much of the games because we're gonna do that in a separate podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you went on to the divisional round, so I did. <laughs> well, yeah, just the um, matchups because we have to go over our brackets okay. because we have to well, claim right. what our picks are before they happen all right, again. All right. Well, then, okay. So I have Pittsburgh and New England playing again, and then on the NFC side. Um, I had New Orleans playing Philadelphia, but now it's Atlanta playing Philadelphia. And I actually have Philadelphia winning that game. I still think that Nick Foles can get it done and being at home. I don't trust Matt Ryan really in colder weather. You're talking about the games again. Yeah, whatever. I'm so you have Philly my, and Atlanta, look, and then I'm verifying my pick. You're saying you gotta go for your pick, and I'm giving a reason why. People are gonna be like, "Why?" So then we can just come back to it next time. <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. Then we got then we got New Orleans coming to Minnesota, and I have the Vikes winning for sure. That's it. I'm not gonna say anything else. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. Uh, yep. So my. So you had what's your your final four or the final championship? Yes. Yeah, recap. One two one two. Philly, Minnesota, and New England, Pittsburgh. Okay, and then I have New England, Pittsburgh, and then I had New Orleans versus Minnesota. Which that can't happen now. Can't happen now. <laughs> Obviously, so I'm gonna get one wrong, at least. But mine can still happen. Let's go. Yours could still happen. Let's go. So my Super Bowl pick was Brady versus Drew Brees. I had the Vikings losing. I'm glad you had – well, we'll find out what you had. But I have Brady versus Brees in the Super Bowl with Brees taking home Super Bowl 52. I mean, it's uh, obviously possible, but it's not going to happen. I so, sure should hope it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think uh, I got the Vikes hosting the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. We got uh, stellar defense. Brady's going to have trouble. Case Keenum's going to be MVP. Super Bowl MVP for Case? Yeah. Let's go! I'm making a case for Case. <laughs> I have not heard that one before. That's a good one. You've never heard that before. It's been uh, <laughs> been it's been a pretty good headline here. <laughs> pretty good, uh-huh. All, All right, right so, so we got I got the Saints winning the Super Bowl. I have the Vikes. We got the Vikes. NFC coming out strong this time. Boom. All right. Well by, that's by, well side note, it's gonna be another tough loss for Georgia 
for the state of Georgia this weekend. So, oh yeah, um, that was a tough uh, college chant. Well, we could talk about that a little bit. Uh, at, well, I'm just as far as Atlanta Falcons are going to lose to the Eagles this week. So, well, yeah, well, yeah, they could suffer two losses. Uh, right. Then, but Bama, and then I, I like that pick though. I, I do hope the Eagles take down the Falcons for sure. Yeah, I think I, I hope so too because I think that if the if the Vikes and when the Vikes move on, that Philly is an easier matchup than the Falcons. I think if we win this game against the Saints, I have no problem playing the Eagles or the Falcons. But yes, Eagles are a better matchup. Yeah, we've Falcons we've have their proven, playmakers, we've, which can be we've, scary. We've already proven we can beat the Falcons once this year already. So. Um, Yep. Either way, yeah, I'm not really too worried about it. Um, but I think that the Vikes need to just get past this game and then yeah. anything can happen. Basically, it's football. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's a recap of our picks. And, yeah, I'm going to throw this other side note out there because we, do, we have a group chat, and there's – 10 whatever guys and we have Carl in the group chat he is a pretty diehard Chicago fan Blackhawks Bulls and Bears Skull Wild Skull Wild Skull Viking he, and he's a fair weather like his he says his second teams are the are, are the Minnesota you know the Wild Vikings oh. blah 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 oh. who cares okay so now this is what's happening Carl wants to jump on being pretty much a Vikings fan all over the Bears. So he's he wants to watch the game together, blah, blah, blah. But he's kind of saying, what do I need to do <laughs> to be accepted as a Vikings fan, even though he was kind of a Chicago fan growing up. And I, he wasn't – maybe he just wasn't too serious, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> – this, and then Brett, who was on the podcast earlier, a good buddy Brett, he thought of something, and it was, I kind of like it. So, <laughs> he said, Carl, we're going to have to baptize you in some purple water. That's going to be the one thing. Well, we said purple Kool-Aid, because that's just the purple liquid that we thought of. So, now, baptism... <laughs> I some, believe what you mean is grape drink. Some grape drink. Yes, exactly. <laughs> some grape ape. He has to get baptized in grape ape and then drink it. <laughs> that would be funny. But then That's also, it? okay, keep going. He needs to have a confession on this podcast of why the world should, or why the diehard Vikings fans who's been through it all should accept this Chicago fan to hop on the Vikings mm. bandwagon this year see i don't know why he wants to get like i understand he i understand he like sees that we're we're a good squad and everything but i might i don't don't, excuse me i don't really know this carl guy but i'm kind of already losing some respect for him (laughs) because you don't just abandon your team like that just for one year and it might be, but it might be some long-term thinking here because well, he's, you know, my age. I grew up, okay. actually played a lot of baseball with him from when we were pretty much pitching machine coach pitch all the way up 
Uh, shout out to the Vipers. That was kind of yeah. like a fantasy. Nobody knows who they are. I know, so. but it was a great team. <clears throat> uh, kids pitched. <laughs> it was the it was the juggernaut team. But uh, I, I, I forget what I was going on. Uh, yeah, I was going with matter. that. Either way, <laughs> I I just don't understand why he would want to abandon his squad. It's like if you're well, especially since they're in division kind of rivals. We got the Vikes and Bears go way back. Yeah. So it's it's like if it's like if the Packers fan or it's like if a Lions fan saw the Packers in the Super Bowl, would they just decide, oh, the Packers are really good this year, and I live in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm just going to convert to a Packer fan. Like, you just don't do that. No, kinda, I, I, just, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, it's a little different situation because, I mean, he was pretty much – I mean, he was – yeah, he was born, whatever, in Chicago, but – and he's lived in Minnesota all, most of his life. Um, but it's tough to flip-flop. Yeah, yeah, I just say it's uh, – it's, you don't go there. Um, I just you got to stick with your team, man. And it, and it's really tough. Even every every team, maybe besides like the Patriots in the last twenty, has had like a rebuilding year or four or five or whatever. But <clears throat> it wasn't long ago where the the Bears were playing in the Super Bowl against Peyton Manning. Yeah, he he he's had a lifetime where he's seen his team play in the Super Bowl. We have not had that. What yet. year was he in the Super Bowl? What year was the Bears in the Super Bowl? Um, let's see. It was like early two thousands, maybe. Versus Manning. Two thousand seven. So it was it was two thousand seven in in Florida. They I remember Devin Hester took the kickoff for a touchdown. Oh man, is he uh, is Devin but Hester ben, a Hall of Famer in your eyes? Absolutely, absolutely, a- absolutely. He's. It, I saw this, and I completely agree with this. I saw this. Uh, it was a quote from one of the one of the guys who's in the Hall of Fame right now, and he said that if you're the greatest ever at your position, and Devin Hester has been because he's he had, he holds the record for what most kickoffs or punt return touchdowns, kickoff or a returner in that sense, he holds the most touchdown record. So if you're the greatest at your position. At any position in the NFL, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I love that. Right. I so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he he might not have won any sort of Super Bowls or anything like that. But if you're the greatest ever and you hold the record for that position, I think you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And I agree. Yep. So, 2007, Carl, you had your chance. <laughs> Got to stick with the Bears. You even had the chance when you had Rex Grossman as your quarterback. Rex Grossman. Rex freaking Grossman. Was your quarterback. <clears throat> My you did, dick you, got. You, you couldn't out-duel Peyton Manning. <laughs> that was a, probably the most lopsided Super Bowl quarterbacks in a long time or ever. Perhaps. Rex, Rex Grossman, who is not good and not even in the league, Neither is Peyton, but Peyton was in it for such a long time, and he's one of the greatest ever to play the game. Shout out to Reggie so, Wayne. <clears throat> I got his jersey because him and Peyton Manning, or Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, uh, led me uh, a couple years to well, 
I guess didn't lead me to a championship. I ended up losing a championship by like point eight points the year I had him. Um, Tough. Always yeah. making it about you, Brandon. <laughs> hey, uh, it's all about the host. It's all about me. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say Marvin Harrison over Reg- Reggie Wayne, though. So yeah, you kind of you kind of have to say that. What about Dallas Clark? <laughs> oh, white. Dallas Clark, number forty-four. The other white guy. He's he's a beast. I always liked him. Now, was he good or was he good because of Peyton Manning? It's a good question. Did he really play for any other teams other than the Colts? Like, I think he went to the Bronx. Was he at the Bronx? No. No, that was Peyton. Yeah, that was Peyton. He went to the Bucks for a little bit or something. I don't know. That doesn't really matter. Um, I think Peyton Manning. Let's see this. He's got good hands. Uh, he went to the Bucks for 2012 in 2012, and then he went to Baltimore for a little bit. Baltimore. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he didn't have any success really there. The two seasons that he was – or the, he had three seasons where he was a monster. 2007, 8, and 9, he had 600 – in 2007, he had 600 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns. 2008, he had – 850 receiving yards, six touchdowns. And in 2009, he had 1,100 receiving yards and 10 touchdowns. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, solid. that is solid. He was – and that's what you want as a tight end. You want a reliable guy that has good hands, can move the chains, yeah. and the yak, the yards after catch. And he could block well. And, yeah, he was built. He was uh, – yeah, not that you have to be built to block well, but, yeah, he was a solid – He's a good player. Okay, we've been talking about Dallas Clark for like five minutes somehow. No, we've been talking about the Chicago Bears (laughs) for five minutes. Uh, That's what we've been talking about. Yeah. All right, well, we can... Thanks, Carl. I appreciate it, Carl. (laughs) We have to... Well, yeah, we did what we needed to do. We gave our take, so that's good. Um, Yeah. No thanks, Carl. I don't want to. You're going to have to do a lot more than get baptized into some alcoholic drink and then drink that alcoholic drink for me to accept you. You might have to streak at the halftime show. No, not even at the halftime show. Well, maybe across the stage of the halftime show at the Super Bowl. That it would be epic, but that would be that I would even consider. I would consider. Oh, that would be that would be absolutely stamp of approval, completely for me. Maybe depends on if he he, got caught or not. Well, his shirt you would have to have. I mean, yeah, he's nude, but his his at least his whole chest would have to be purple. Um, Uh, No, I say just completely no color, (laughs) just bare skin. And oh. as as Justin Timberlake once did to Janet Jackson with the ripping off of the shirt, Carl has to do that to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Except in the groinal region. I think the security guards would just shoot him before that would even happen. No, it wouldn't even, no. He, I mean, he might get tased, but then if he gets tased, it doesn't work. It, I don't accept it. Oh, man. But this has to happen if he, if he has to streak. He has to run across the stage naked, and then, like he did to Janet Jackson for JT did, <laughs> Carl has to do that to JT. Or what about in the, uh, Brittany? In the groinal region. Wait, no, Brittany's not. Oh, yeah. In, Is it? You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I, I, I see what you're throwing down. We should just... We gotta, if people are listening to this, um, other than our friends, which probably isn't a lot of people, it would be funny to start like a Twitter feed where I could just do something, but of how, what, what would be an acceptable punish or not punishment, but thing to have a Bears fan convert to a Vikings fan? The thing is, you got to just make it so outrageous <laughs> that if you gotta you gotta prove that he really wants it that is it's kind of like yeah like joining a uh, what's that movie <sighs> well like so join a sorority or uh whatever a sorority is on the girl's side yeah it's a yes. girl side oh uh, what's that movie fraternity? i'm thinking of uh it's with um um duh Channing Tatum and Twenty One Jump Street. I oh. think they did some some things there. They they tied a rope to their uh, thingy and had a brick tied to, to it. All, all I'm trying to say is that you really gotta test his loyalty and push him to really show how much he's willing to become a Vikings fan. Because we're not just any fan. We've been through a lot. Base. We're not just any fan base. We don't just let a guy go in because he took a swim. You know, we gotta you gotta put some more effort into it. We've yeah. been through years of years of just gut wrenching end results. Well, well, here's another thought too, because I'm even gonna expand it. It was like two days ago where Carl posted something like uh, with a Blair Walsh Vikings jersey. I think it was the because of the Alabama um, Georgia game. There's like a field goal miss, and then he sent a picture of Blair Walsh with Vikings. So that's not that's not acceptable. Yeah, you don't just bring up old them old memories like that. No, that's no that no. just hits hits home too much. <laughs> yep. All right, you we're cutting to, uh, this off. They're cutting the subject off. Anyways, Carl, no, you're gonna have to do a bit more than that. <laughs> Perhaps a bit more. Okay. Perhaps a bit more. What else are we gonna talk about? Um, that was the side note of. Turn, turned into well more than a <laughs> Yeah, it did. But that's if why I like doing comes. open talks with not a, a real set plan. It's sometimes pretty fun, and you don't know what. So now we started talking about, yeah, Dallas Clark, um, 21 jo- I mean, random stuff comes up, which is fun. Yeah. Okay. What about, I want to mention or give a shout-out to the Timberwolves against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That game that was a decent game. Was a huge game. Um yeah. Yeah. So they were up by like almost 40 points in the third quarter. It was a little bit ridiculous. And LeBron, we had LeBron had like what 10 points, I think. It was his worst game for pretty much his career. well, not career, I don't think, but probably not. Um it was pretty bad for LeBron. It was was that a, was that on Monday? Was that that was two nights ago? So the eighth. So yeah, Monday. Two days ago, if it's Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, we beat him one twenty seven ninety nine. Just ridiculous. Yeah, LeBron yeah. ten points, eight rebounds, five assists. It's a pretty solid game. Two blocks. Elite. It's a solid game, just not LeBron like. Not even close. Um, and actually, it really it really just seemed like. The Timberwolves just couldn't miss. That's yeah. What was her? I don't know what her field goal percentage field was. Field goal percentage was fifty-two percent. Fifty-two. That's if you shoot over forty percent. But the thing was, I'm 
it was it changed in the at the end of the game, but it seemed like well you got the starters for the Cavaliers: Kevin Love one for seven, Crowder two for five, James four of eight, Isaiah Thomas three of eleven, and then J.R. Smith is zero for seven. <laughs> so they like those starters when they were in the game, it just like completely lopsided. Though their plus minus in the whole game was like on average a neg a minus thirty. Or something like that. It was just it, like yeah. it was ridiculous. Yep. The starters for the Wolves just completely dominated. That was the every, stat. Thanks for bringing that up. That was like, every, it was like the every, biggest minus for LeBron, I believe. Yeah, every plus every plus minus for the Timberwolves starters was plus thirty one or or better. Jeez. So it was a uh, complete dominance, and it, we didn't even. I think most of our starters didn't even play the fourth quarter. So yeah, it was, uh, well, it was very impressive. I yeah, it was very impressive. Um, I mean, did it was you, nice to you... see Wiggins also kind of. He had the most points on the team uh, with twenty five, yeah. so it was nice he, to see he does, him. He does that against the Cavs, though. Yeah, give him that extra little nudge for not. Uh, well, they did draft him, but for trading, trading him, him yeah. Uh, but Tyus Jones is a guy that I want to talk about a little bit. Um, what do you? Well, <laughs> he had that sweet dunk. Uh, it was kind of like a breakaway in a little bit of a way, but LeBron was tra- trailing him. He was ready to just do his his infamous now kind of block from behind um, that he did on Andre Iguodala, and he was ready to do that. But Tyus, he got well, up and dunked well, it. Well, wait did you did you see the previous time when Tyus had the breakaway? Um. Tyus had a breakaway earlier in the game, and he and it was literally him versus LeBron, and LeBron was in front of him this time. And Tyus had to like try; he tried to go up and for a layup, and he like literally did like a floater. And LeBron probably should have just sent that back to the locker room. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I didn't. He, uh, he, he uh, no. swatted it away, and it went like I don't know, twenty feet away from the hoop or whatever. But it was only like a few minutes later that's when that dunk happened. It was, dang. So it so was, was kind of like, like boom, like, and then yeah, boom. Like Tyus got the revenge he wanted, and he kind of got back at LeBron, kind of learning from his lesson. So gotcha. Uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was nice to see for sure. But I don't know if uh, it sounds like Jeff Teague is kind of on the on the outside, almost coming back. Dude, he's starting soon. tonight. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. So playing uh, right now. So it. Tyus is kind <clears> of. <throat> On the outside looking in again. I um, people are saying I, um, that Tyus, you know, he's he is undersized and whatnot, but he, he's a solid player. I he is a solid player. He can run this well not he doesn't need to run this office, but office offense. He he does what he needs to do. He can dish out those assists, uh, he can make those layups or even dunk or basically execute on breakaways. He's a winner. We've proven that championship at Duke. Um, so and in high school and in high school, Apple Valley, Minnesota, right? 20 minutes away from my hometown, Prior Lake, um, close to you as well. A little more North, but geez. Um, yeah, he's a winner. <laughs> I like winners. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely one to look forward to coming up with since, uh, I'm not sure what we'll do with some of the older guys on our team and even like. A guy like Shabazz Muhammad, who hasn't played much at all recently, he's uh, he's kind of probably on the outside, and I think Tyus's playing time will only go up from here. 
Um, Jamal Crawford, the ageless wonder, <laughs> some point is going to have to give it up. He is – I'm glad we got him because in the playoffs, yeah, he's, he's going to be able to close those games and be um, – Yeah, but we also got Jimmy Buckets for that. We got Jimmy Buckets for that too. Oh, yeah. I like it. What what the best the best stat for me of that game though? Turnovers. Five total turnovers. Total. Wow, that is a big stat. That's a huge stat. Yeah. That's uh compared well the I mean the Cavs only had thirteen, but when you don't turn the ball over like that, obviously you're gonna be very, usually very successful yeah. as long as you're shooting high percentage shots and it seemed like we were all all game long. So Yep, they were just going in. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. Our defense is improving, and I think uh, on the latest power rankings on ESPN, at least we were up to ninth overall. Seven. I thought. Was it seven? Seven. So we're uh, we're trending up there, and I think we're only going to get better as the season goes on. So. Yep, I think there's a well. There, I was watching uh, the pregame on ESPN because that's uh, where the games. It's a national tele- oh, they're, televised they're, they're playing the they're playing the Thunder, right? Yep. Okay. See, this is going to be our. Fourth time playing them already, I think, this season. Is that right? Two and one huh. against them. And, uh, um, I mean, we're a, we're a very athletic team. We can, we have a, we have our big three, which seem to be getting more and more, um, you know, thorough throughout the game with as far as filling up the stat sheet. So throughout the season, I think they're going to just be even better moving forward. They'll grow. We have a 46% yeah. chance of playing OKC, the Thunder, the first round of playoffs. That doesn't really mean much to me, but Jalen Rose did – I was watching. He had like a – it was basically his thoughts on who he thinks the Warriors um, will be the toughest test. I mean, he obviously – he liked the Rockets the best, but then it was between the Wolves and kind of OKC. He was kind of breaking it down and saying – he did pick OKC if we did meet up with a series of seven in the playoffs because of basically he said it came down to the experience of the veterans on OKC with Melo. Um, even Westbrook's kind of a veteran. Well, yeah, you can call him that maybe. Um, oh, yeah, he's George. definitely a veteran. Yeah. Um, but – it, it's they all have they have a bunch of veterans there really they uh okc is no small task no tall task i mean well it's what is it the t- they're not a easy task is what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah well it's um, a it's a jeez i don't a, even it's a tall task it's a tall task to beat them but not yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely doable we've we've done it already twice this year so no that, that is the team that i did not want to, i don't not want to be matched up against them but just because of I also don't want to be matched up against Golden State, too. So Well, as long as we don't get the eight seed. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be tough to jump ahead of the Spurs or the Rockets. So it's like if, the four, if we can get a four and play the f- – well, maybe the OKC will be the five seed, but uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather almost play like, – hopefully we can – I think we could end up jumping the Spurs. I honestly don't know how they're that good right I now. I don't know either. I, I, Ginobili, there's a stat I just read about, um, about, it was Vince Carter being, not the only, but something about recent 40-plus-year-old players scoring 20-plus points in a game, 
and Ginobili just did that the past two games. I think he just has 26 points, but he scored over 20 points. He's 40-plus years old, and he did that two games in a row, and I guess that just doesn't happen. Yeah, well, they he'll get the opportunity to if they keep sitting all their other stars, like Kawhi's been easing back into action. Yeah, he's been... They, uh, they sit Tony Parker every... Seems like every other game... And Danny Green's out too. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know so how they're, they're so good. <laughs> I just don't know. They, it's just got to be coaching. Man. They're eighteen and two at home. It's just got to be coaching. That's huge. And then they're they ten and twelve have, away. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that the way we're trending, I think we'll, we could potentially um, jump past them as and take the three spot. Um, yeah, we definitely could, and then. I mean, right now it good. is OKC at the sixth seed, but right. I mean, do, Portland and does Denver. the NBA does the NBA do like any first round buy or anything? No, they just go one eight two. Yeah, seven. it's pretty much the conference, okay. and yeah. But then who does? Uh, oh, I, so doesn't four or five play each other? Yep. Yeah, so right now it'd be Portland. Right now we would be matched up against Portland, and I would totally be down for that. I don't know. You got Dame Dalla, Dalla time. Who? Uh, Damian Lillard. Oh, is that what they? That's his. Uh, that that's his rapper name, oh. Dame Dalla. <laughs> he's actually pretty. Well, he's I actually pretty good. I didn't hear about that. He's actually pretty good. Hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be upset with that. No. Maybe we if we jump up to three, maybe that would that would put us against Oklahoma City. Well, I think Oklahoma City will jump, and I would. I if we could play against Denver. First round, yeah, that would, somehow that'd be ideal. <laughs> that'd be nice. New Orleans even kind of scares well, me with I've, the big guys. Yeah, no, that's not saying. Like, I, I don't even know. Like the as long as Davis and Cousins are healthy, and I think they they're having like what they have Drew Holiday too. Now they have Rondo, who's who's been playing well too. I think six, that yeah, yeah, like twenty five the other day or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that uh, they could be a force to be reckoned with, but. I don't really see anyone stopping Golden State, honestly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty ridiculous what they can do. It's it almost seems like the playoffs, like the top eight teams, are going to be like set already because the yeah. Clippers, they're they're not. No, that's not happening. Chris Paul's gone. Blake Griffin's been that concussion was scary. Who knows how long he's going to be out? I think he had a pretty recent. This might be a second concussion. Pretty recent. Uh, but that team is just not putting putting it together. Um, and then Utah, no. There's Phoenix, no. Dallas, no. Sacramento, L.A., yeah, it's, Lakers, it's, it's pretty much set in stone. It's pretty much the top eight, I think, are kind of set, which is weird to say right now. But Yeah, yeah I think it, it, it might be a little bit different in the East. You might get, uh, if the 76ers decide to play Joel Embiid more, I think they'll they're on the outside looking in right now. They're at nine. Um, 76ers could easily go past the Pacers or the Pistons. Yeah, but I'm surprised I to see still, the Pistons. Uh... Yeah, I, I I still think the the East is still deep, but I, the West is deeper. Yeah, it's a little um, top heavy. Yeah, the Celtics are probably the only ones I'm really worried about with the Cavs. Um, do you think that the Cavs will end up? taking number one seed or do you think Boston will end up or or Washington or Toronto I or don't something? see 
I mean, I actually can see Boston redressing, but I also I don't. Jason Tatum is going to be their their key factor to me. If he can, he's already being a great basketball player, being a rookie so far. And if he can continually grow and lead that, well, he's not going to lead the team. Kyrie Irving's going to lead that team. But if he, Tatum is my X factor for Boston. If he can keep growing and keeping it up, I, I like Boston winning that that conference. But it's kind of crazy to see Toronto above Cleveland right now. Yeah, I just still think that Cleveland's kind of trying to figure out what their um, identity is with LeBron. And now that Isaiah's back, even though he's kind of been inconsistent a little bit, he's going to get more minutes for sure. Um, He luckily avoided a suspension. I still think they're going to – I mean, they have LeBron, so they can really do anything. Um, Now they have Dwayne Wade coming off the bench. He's been nice for them. But Toronto is is kind of a weird team. I feel like – I feel like they don't have a lot behind Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, yeah. But Baca's been playing pretty darn yeah, well for had, him. He has. But yeah, I mean I I guess they might just be uh pretty darn good. Maybe. You never know. Never know. It's, but no, uh, I to answer your question, I don't see Cleveland marching up to the first, but they have LeBron, so it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. But I don't see Cleveland or Boston really losing in a seven-game series or five-game series to any of the other teams. Very good point. I don't see that. So I think it will be either. end up being Boston and Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals. That, yeah, that could easily that could easily happen. I mean, it's probably what everyone else is thinking, but and that's the thing with basketball too. Like baseball, there's what's the first five, um, five, five yeah. and then it jumps up to seven. Well, it's actually technically one, then five, then seven. Okay, yeah, that's true. The plan. Um, in basketball, it's just straight up seven. So in, in a game of seven, it's likely that the better team – well, I shouldn't say that, but it, it's a – when you play seven and you have to – seven games, um, usually the stars can kind of uh, make it happen for the better teams. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say there, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that was some good basketball stuff. We're sitting at 42 minutes already. It's just crazy how fast podcasts go when you just start talking. It really is. It's crazy. Um, I feel like there's one other thing. I mean, what else? Is there anything that you want to talk about else other than what we talked about? No, I think we covered a a ton of stuff, and I think – I think we gave the listeners what they wanted to hear. Yeah. I'm going to throw one more subject out there, though. Okay. It's gaming. And it's the new eSports Overwatch League. And I myself played a lot of Overwatch. I haven't played in it recently. Kurt, I know you've played Overwatch. Um, not recently, but not I Not recently, but you have uh, you've dabbled with Overwatch for sure. Um, but yeah, this whole new league that kickstarted, it's basically a professional league and there's 12 teams from across the world. Um, and they each have their, their own unique, like management, they have sponsorships. I think that 50 K is the base salary for these guys. And I hear that these guys have these, all these teams live in a house together 
And this is what they do basically 10 hours a day through all these strategies. And for people that don't game or know what Overwatch is or doesn't really care, um, you could probably just stop listening now. We won't go over it too much, but I wanted to give a shout out to it um, just because I do like gaming. And this could be a revolution, um, an up and coming thing (laughs) that might gain lots of traction. It's a revolution, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's an right. esports I had, thing. I had to get some singing in there, you know. You do. You, uh, we should implement I, singing in almost every, uh, Chris got a great <laughs> voice. He did, uh, well, you can, well, yeah, uh, you did yeah. a duet at a wedding, and I did. It was pretty awesome. Listen to My it. My shining moment, first time performing in, uh, probably about six years or so. So, it, uh, felt nice to get back up there. I was a little nervous, but, you know, got made it through. It sounded nice. Heck yeah. I even even made a mom cry. You know, that's always a nice thing. So touching. So touching. Voice of an angel. <laughs> oh. The voice of the angels. <laughs> no. um, okay, so, someday. yeah, Overwatch. I don't know what else to talk about, but Robert Kraft, some NFL owners uh, have sponsored teams. There's just watch out for this. Or it's gonna come up, and the audience for this gaming and these leagues are redonkulous. It's more; it's projected to be more than what people watch for the Super Bowl. It's the audience is supposed to be just because crazy. it's more worldwide, right? Exactly. Yeah, it, this is across. Yeah, it, it's across the world, and it's easier. Well, I shouldn't say it's easier, but it's not like you have to go somewhere it's, it's it's a video game so you could tune in i mean granted you could watch a football game from your tv blah 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 but it's a virtual game it's a video game so you can kind of tune in wherever and watch this stuff um so i don't know we'll see how it goes for the overwatch league and it might with the way technology virtual reality i don't know it could explode it could explode and the only other thing I want to talk about is I do, I'm a little, I like to invest. I like watching the stock market and Activision Blizzard is the the main company with Overwatch and Activision's tickler, ATVI, is, I'm not going to give you any investment, um, uh, what's the word? I'm not going to give you direction what to invest inside in inside information <laughs> well it's not really inside but yeah that that Ad, could be ad, the word advice yes advice <laughs> don't take this as investment advice but i might have some shares of this activision blizzard and i do like the graph i like what's going on um with his company and these no this, wonder these why they got the shout out so <laughs> why why <laughs> So yeah, that's just another, I don't even know. That's a side note. Activision Blizzard might be exploding along with esports. So yeah, I don't. I just don't know what oh, my yeah. thoughts are about it becoming like an actual sport. People are saying, is video game a sport? I mean, you can't really compare it to a physical sport. So I'm not even going to start that convo. So yeah, there's a little shout out to Overwatch and esports. 
And should we wrap this this guy, this episode take two, episode 21, take two up? Let's do it. All right. So this is Brandon. This is Kurt. Peace out, sports homies. See you guys.